Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Laughing Out of Depression. I just want to start by saying thank you so much for your support. I heavy appreciate y'all. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and share it with at least three friends. Literally just text it. But before I start each episode, I want to warn you that some of these topics may be triggering to some of you. So if that is the case, please turn this off, reach out to someone you trust, or contact the suicide hotline. Speaking up is always a step forward to healing and recovery. Head to the link in my bio for some resources. So, fun fact, she wasn't Mexican. She was actually, she was white. Um, But, no, I definitely do see where you come from, and I respect that 110%. Me coming into this, like, I'll be honest, I was trying to look for a guy therapist. Like, because I was just like, yeah, I don't want to also fall in that situation where, you know, I guess it's, how do I say, like, I'd want to say it's like the not normal thing, right? Like where it's like, you can't even have a friend that's a girl or vice versa, but it does feel comfortable sometimes, right? When you have, you know, like in the sense of female therapist or me that I'm a guy, I have male therapist. Um, and I was looking for a male therapist, not, you know, but unexpectedly when I found, I just, after doing so much research, it was like, oh, well, your therapist is so-and-so and like, it's a female. I'm like, okay. So it was a little weird at first, like in, in my head, I'm like, oh shit, like, obviously I don't not like it, that it's not normal right like because you can have a conversation like genuinely with anybody and that's how like it just should be right with it, whether you're a girl a guy or a guy or a girl even if you're not like on like dating spectrums or any of that but just genuinely having a conversation about life and whatnot um but no like I did have a female and like I guess you know she you know she understood me well like she saw where I came from she wasn't too old she was you know young as well not too young but young as well to understand and not you know to fall in that like I said relationship spectrum but she understood where I came from so maybe like her had gone through because she had been through some of the things I had gone through like she was able to relate you know when I when I said earlier about like family issues like before she became a professional therapist you know I felt like she connected to that so you know I do see where you come from not not vibing and maybe like when it comes down to like you know the heritages and like you know, especially in this case, you like you said, you being a girl, a, a woman speaking to a male therapist that might not understand fully, which is also, you know, understandable. It's okay to switch off to a therapist, I feel like. So um, I think, you know, obviously in your case, at first, maybe it didn't work out. But the whole point, I think, overall is to not give up if you still want the help and to go and to go off and go find somebody that you will connect with, you know, even if it's if you found, you know, the therapist, you, you, you kind of, you're like, you know what, me and her or me and him connect very well, or not, you know, like, that's, that's the process of it. Obviously, like you said earlier, you can't get it handed to you, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a work in progress where you can go find someone and there'll definitely be someone that I feel like you can connect with. And I hope that you found somebody that you were able to connect with a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I love, I love the therapist that I have now. Um, and it took me, I feel like it just took me some time to like find her, but I also feel like I got really lucky, um, because her and I just, I mean, she is a Latina and I feel like we are able to relate on so many, uh, levels that I just, I don't know, it it, like, it feels, I feel comfortable being able to like talk to her. So I feel like that has honestly helped me 
um, and just, I guess, everything that I'm, I guess, like dealing with, you know, I'm happy that I, I found someone finally that I connect with. And now that I'm saying that, I feel like it almost sounds like when you connect with someone like in a relationship, you know, but like, that's almost like the amount of effort that you have yes. to put into your therapist. Yes. And like, and then I'm glad that that you were able to find that, you know, like, because it's not easy. Not only is it not easy going to find a therapist first and foremost, but it's like, okay, well, where do I find that? Where do I start? And then once you find like, you know, whether the company or whatever, how they fall into, right. Whether it's a friend that works for somebody or just someone independent that's, you know, going to school for this or, or whatever it may be. Right. But that they're a therapist, like it's hard. Like that process is hard. You know, it's just like, you, you're the one seeking for it. So it's like a trial and error almost sometimes. And you almost kind of want it not to be that trial and error because you're so, I don't want to say, I don't want to sound weird, but it's like, you're almost, you're in desperate of this, of this help of this venting to somebody that you hope that in the first try it falls through. Right. Obviously things happen for a reason. And, and in your case, it didn't fall through in the first time, but gladly, you know, whether it was a second or third or hopefully not too far out. Right. Where eventually you found somebody. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad you're able to find, you were able to find somebody um, that was able to connect with you. And now it's like smoothly, it feels comfortable. It feels like a normal conversation you would have just like you would meet somebody. So that's the whole point of this. Thank you. And I'm so happy that you also found, you know, like your, your therapist and someone that you just like vibed with and were able to connect with. Um, but kind of backtracking a little bit um I just I feel like I made a connection right now but I was like so in Adam's recording him and I were talking about um you know like him losing his dad when he was young but he had older brothers to kind of be there for him and be like that male um figure I guess in his life and you know, Adam hasn't, he has never like, gone, he hasn't gone to therapy, but he's also been able to kind of just navigate life by having, you know, his, his older brothers be like his mentor, you know, and um, his guide, I guess, and be there for him, like when he needs it. And yeah, so you had, you had mentioned like having an older brother. So I guess like, even though you went to therapy, do you still like talk about, I do you still have like, I guess, uh, difficult conversations with your brother, or, you know, talk about like your emotions or is that something that you kind of just like keep separate and you're like, I just go to therapy to talk about my shit, you know? Um, no, you know what? That, that's, that's, that's funny that you bring it up because I feel like, you know, a lot of times, especially being, I guess, young, um, you know, in this case, me, I mean, the, the younger one out of three, it sometimes was, you know, was a little bit hard to kind of talk. And, and I think as you get older, right, you, you guys are able to connect more, which makes sense, right? Because when you're when you're young, you know, it's like you guys are both being dumb and reckless sometimes, right? Like not to disrespect, but it's like kind of, you grow up, you know, you're learning, you're doing, you're doing this, you're learning how to do that or not do that. But as you grow, you guys are like, okay, like, now he or she that you know in this case I'm the younger one but if you know if I had an older sister but I don't right but I have an older brother he already went through that or he might have been through something similar so now I kind of like can kind of go to him so I'm glad I, I was able to have him to go you know to them um for for certain help and still to today you know like obviously there's certain things where I don't um and not because it doesn't feel comfortable it just I feel like if it generally comes out of me it'll come out of me and if it doesn't then it shouldn't um, but no, like there's things where we talk about and it's just sometimes it's almost like we broke the boundary of it being so weird, even if you guys are like, 
even with more reasoning just like with you being family like it should be more connected right like even though you guys have been living or grew up together for so many years or whatnot like it should even be more comfortable talking to that person to that sibling to that sister to that brother that you have um whether it's older or younger right i think it shouldn't really matter to an extent but it should feel comfortable enough because that's family right like if you guys have a good bond and and connect well like regardless of the differences you guys might have obviously because that's why you know everybody is different and everybody has different beliefs to an extent but you guys should be able to connect you know whether it's you know you and your brother or you know if it's a sister to sister brother the brother or vice versa like you know so I'm, I'm able to connect you know and and i think in almost all senses with my brother and you know if I some help that's like the person i can go to and like ask for advice whether it's like you know musically whether it's like personally whether it's like with anything so i hope you know that even if you might not have that support system around i hope that you can find somebody or have somebody or reach out like i said earlier like reach out to you know like people like us that are willing to speak and, and help out with certain things right even if you feel like you might not have that support system because i know sometimes you know like in families the boundaries and, and and like the relationships aren't there and unfortunately that's unfortunate right but there's nothing much you can do sometimes, right? Because it, it, there are certain situations that just can't come together. But, you know, if for those who do, you know, I think you should take that, you know, take advantage of it and, and definitely like talk to your siblings and, and, and talk, you know, amongst yourself. Cause I think that would be like, that'd be, that'd be your therapy overall in a sense. Definitely. And um, I know you had also mentioned to me before that you had a brother that passed away two years ago. Um, do you mind if we kind of get into yes. it a little bit or not at all? No, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm the youngest. I'm the young, like I said earlier, I'm the youngest of three. Um, I'm 22 and my older, my oldest brother did pass away uh, about two years now. Um, and it did, you know, I was able to connect um, with Adam. For those who don't know Adam, um, Adam is a friend of ours that makes great music and is very talented. So if, if y'all have some time, go go look, go 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 find them on all platforms. I'm uh, Adam Martinez. Um, but coming back to 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 this topic, um, yes, so I, I did unfortunately lose my older brother, and it was a hard time overall. And I don't wish it, and and obviously it's something that's unexpected that you know, death is unfortunately something that it's not expected for the most part, I think. And it's, it's scary. It's, it's hard. It's definitely, you know, like still to today, it's, it's hard to get through it at times and, and the memories and not having that person physically around. Um, but, you know, like I spoke to a friend the other day, um, I was like, man, you know what, like, at the end of the day, things are destined to be things are planned and whether they're, you know, at the situation, you know, often, you know, that's how I see it. A lot of times us as humans, when it's a, usually happens when it's a bad situation, right? We always question ourselves and, and like brag to ourselves on like, why did this have to happen to us? Why, I, you know, it's like not even why out of me, like there's a million other people, why didn't it happen to them, right? Cause that's obviously not the way you should think, but it's almost like, why did it have to happen to me, right? Like you might've been in the greatest moment or, or been or felt in the greatest moment of your life. Right. And then all of a sudden this like bond strikes you. Right. Like, and you're like, wow, like why in the world out of everything that could have happened to me, this happened to me. But it's like, after you sit and really sit back and think about it. And I know it's hard for a lot of people. It's, it's easier to say than to do, but there's always the reason why. And there's always 
some answers to certain situations. So for me, it was like, it was definitely hard and still is. So today, like still after almost two years later, I have questions and I have doubts and I wish this and I wish that, but I'm like, I sit back and I'm like, man, you know what? Like things really do happen for a reason because as time flows, you'll notice that things are falling the way they're supposed to, you know, like my brother left his kid behind and now me and my older brother, um, you know, are basically his parents in a sense, right? Not he has his grandparents too, but it's like we he has four dads and four moms in a sense. Obviously, it's not the same, right? Like generally having your dad or your mom literally like blood or blood, right? Like if that makes sense. But you know, he has four strong support systems. And to me, it was harder more than anything because not only is it like, you know, that my brother, because I was already old enough to understand that, but now I'm like, here I am wondering what's gonna what's it gonna be like for his kid you know like he left the thing he loved the most behind obviously his parents and, and us his brothers but it's like now you leave this kid behind and, and and to us it was like wow like as soon as that you know like it happens it's I took in and I'm like and I'm gonna look out for for my nephew for the rest of my life whether you know like because that's just the way it should be and it was hard and it is hard and it's hard to cope with it you know like I didn't go to therapy for any of this you know um None of us did, you know, growing up, like I said, Latinos, we don't, we don't go to therapy, right? We don't, we don't think this is necessary, right? Because it's, 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 it's almost you praying and, and, and the prayers help you and they do help. Not, I'm not going to say they don't because they have immensely helped a lot in, in, in our family, but it was hard and it is hard, um, you know, for those who have experienced uh, an unfortunate loss. I know you have as well, and it's not easy, right? Some have it harder than others, especially when you don't have that support system, right? Like, I was thankful, thankful enough to have a good support system, a strong support system, not only of family, but of friends as well. And sometimes that is not the case, right? And like I said, I, I'm sorry for those who have lost somebody and I'm sorry for those who hadn't had it. Not, I don't want to say easy because this is not easy, but I hadn't have that support system that might've needed to heal a little bit, right? Because this is not, you know, like death is not something that heals completely. It's, a, it's an open wound forever but it's how you treat it as you go by, you know, like some days will be harder than others. Some days you'll have memories like it just happened yesterday. And sometimes it's not that you forget about this person or these people. Right. But it's like, there, you, you almost like you cope with it. You learn how to live with it still knowing that you miss this person, that you love this person. So, so today, even if they're physically not around. Right. Um, but you know, it's, it's a learning process. And, and like I said, this is things happen for a reason. And I hope that, you know, if you experience that and if you haven't, right, like not saying that, oh, it's going to happen, but eventually we will get to that point, right, everyone. But just know that things do happen for a reason. And even if the, even in, in the hardest times, you may not find the reason, you may not know the reason, you may not know that in the next five, six, four, two years, whatnot, like that reason will come and it's just destined to be and how life is. So, um, so yeah, to answer a little bit of that, that's kind of my my process and in, in, in this situation that that shit hit hard honestly um <laughs> like literally everything that you said right now but I mean going back to like a few of the points is um you know I mean I definitely know what it is to lose someone not a sibling but definitely a parent and I think um in a way I, you know, it's like what you were saying at the beginning, you know, it's a, like, why do these things happen? Right. Like you, you have so many questions. Why do they say that God is good? Yeah. God does bad things to good people. 
right? And that's the thing, like, that, and, that's the thing where I, I think a lot of people fall into confusion, right? Yeah. Like you said, I'm sure you did. And it's it's almost like this is the thing that I'm, I learned, right? Because like, like I said, we're relating to the same thing. And it's like, you ask yourself, well, why if this is right, the thing that people are, I'm, I'm always told, right? Why did this happen? But it's almost like, I finally, in a sense, found some answers to why that happened. Give me whether mm-hmm. it was like suffrage that I'm like, I know, you know, maybe like in a sense he was going through something or, or something and it just had to happen. And, and that was the way it was ha- that God had it planned. And not that God is like, and that's what I try to tell you. It's like, not that God is not a bad person. I know people, a lot of people, you have so many questions and, and still to today, right. Depending on your belief and not to touch on like different religions. Right. But it's like whatever religion you have, like in my case, you know, like I was like, at first I was confused of like, why did God take my brother away right because that's essentially what it is but it's like i learned that it had to happen because of suffrage right like maybe i didn't know it but only he did and that's how that happened so not to really cut you off but so i i guess something similar right to, to to what you can connect with i hope yeah definitely i mean so my dad passed away my freshman year of high school and then my senior year i read this book and I will literally I think I will literally tell every single person that has lost a person has questions about like why it is that this person like you know passed I will always you know like literally offer this book up but it's called when bad things happen to good people and it's uh written by Harold S. Kushner so this dude he Harold Harold Kushner is a rabbi right so he's not even he's not even like in Catholicism um but he basically talks about people that do believe that are like Catholic, you know, and believe in God, but also question their faith and question um, God, God's doings. If God is supposed to be good, yet he's doing these like bad things. Right. But then it's like getting an understanding about life and seeing it in a different you know, being able to react to your to your loss differently and seeing it from like a different, I guess, perspective and not just like blaming. It's basically not blaming all bad that happens to you on God, but also not like praising God for every good thing that also happens to you. You know, it's like being able to balance yeah. between your faith and then also circumstances of life. Because if you are, you know, if, if you are Catholic, Christian, um, you know, God has given us free will, right? And with free will comes, you know, us as humans being able to make our own decisions. So it's just, I guess, like a mixture yeah. of like both religion and just life. And I, it's honestly such an amazing book. Um, but yeah, I read that and it really changed my perspective on, I guess, death. And I think it helped me a little bit more with, uh, I guess not feeling as bad about my dad's death, which like may sound um, bad, but it it really helped me cope. And I think more than anything, it helped me understand that we weren't necessarily bad people and like we didn't deserve, I guess, the suffering that we were put through. But also, um, you know, it's just like the cycle of life and that 
we as humans, like we determine our life and we determine our future, you know, and we can either let this like completely destroy us or we can grow from it. Right. And we can, you know, use our, our faith, our, our love, you know, and um, spread that to others and still make a life for ourselves. So I don't know. I just, I love that book so much, (laughs) Um, but you should definitely check it out if you get the chance. But um, so first and foremost, I'll I'll personally, for those listening, I hope you, if you guys got into that, check that book out. And now I'm going to check that book out because I didn't know of it. And then second of all, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss, but funny thing that you bring that we're talking in this topic, I don't tell a lot of people about this, but it's something very interesting. And then this is kind of what, in a sense, coped with me and, and made me realize so much. But when I came across, right, when this, when, when the death of my brother happened, I had so many questions upon myself and obviously upon all my family of why this or why, depending on, you know, everybody's situation is different. But personally, I, when I was born, the chances of me living were like only a 5% chance out of like the 100%. And it was because of a certain like health problem. And I literally like nobody had hope in me. All the doctors had told my parents like, yeah, your kid's not going to live. And nobody, when I mean nobody, but my family were the only ones that had hope in that hospital. And all of a sudden, this hospital gets a call from this surgeon that says, I'll take in this kid and I'm, I'm going to do what I had to do to make this kid alive. Out of the whatever percent the doctors had, there was a 5% chance that this other doctor in a whole different hospital had to take me in and be like, I can help him. Being still a brand newborn kid that, you know, be, breaking surgery through a newborn is not easy for those who do know. And ever since then, you know, I'm 22. And like I said, I don't tell many people about this. But I had, you know, I had to get a heart surgery. I made it out alive when nobody said I made it out. I would make it out alive. So when I when I touch back on like my brother's death, I'm like, it's it it really is a life cycle because what if I was the one that wasn't supposed to? I didn't make it through that time, right? So now I'm here. I didn't make it through. And what if then years later he didn't make it right at this time, and now he left a kid behind, and there's only one brother taking care of this kid. But now he has two of us taking care of his kid. So it all brought, like I said, it can take years and years and years for you to find that answer. And obviously when we were all still around and like when he was around, like we didn't have that doubt. But it's like now when when when, when this happened, I'm like, well, now I kind of see maybe why I had to make it out of life. Because I had, you know, in the future, God had destined that, hey, you know what? Like maybe around this time, you're unfortunately going to lose your brother, but now you're going to have your, your nephew is going to have two uncles to look out with, you know, like not just one, he has two of them to make it feel like he has a mom and a dad. Right. Like, so, you know, I didn't want to jump off topic too much, but it was something that I, that I kind of don't speak much about, but I, I wanted to bring it up for those, you know, to, to make you realize that, you know, to have a faith, to have a strong faith in whatever you believe in. Um, in my sense, it's God that, you know, when nobody thought I'd make it out alive 22 years later, here I am. And ever since I have not taken any medication for any from I didn't know take no no therapy I didn't have any issues growing up no I, like none of that so I'm I'm thankful up to today that I didn't have to go through any like harder hardships but at birth so I just want to you know like touch base on that that you guys should really like look back and and reflect on the you know the the, the small or the bigger blessings that you guys have when it comes to like you know in this case death 
Damn, thank you so much for sharing that. Honestly, that's such an uh, inspiring testimony. And um, I'm really happy that you are here today. And you know that there was someone that had faith in you and didn't give up on your family, you know, to, uh, um, you know, beat that 95%, right? And um, so I definitely, you know, that that's really inspiring. And um, I think that also goes to show that, if you only had a 5% chance of living, then, and you, you know, clearly you're here with me today having this conversation, like you were destined for something way greater than, you know, yourself. Um, and that's really like why you're here. And that's, that's honestly, that's so amazing. Um, and you're beyond blessed. Thank you. And for those who are suffering of any type of suffrage, not just mentally, right? Like not to jump off topic because what kind of what, what the podcast really, you know, what, what, what you aim for, but for any of those during these hard times, whether it's physically, mentally, or economically in any way struggling, you know, even if there's that 1% chance, that 1%, you know, faith that you have that 1%, you know, from, from your doctor or someone telling you that this or that, like, keep that faith and hold on to that because, you know, there's miracles do happen, whether you want to believe them or not, because I've seen plenty of them, you know, coming from someone that's normal, just like you are, you know, like, I'm no different than anybody else. You know, I'm a normal dude that likes to watch TV, that likes to play video games every now and then that likes to go out and, do, and go on runs. And, and, you know, I consider myself a regular normal person, just like anybody else would, right. So like, like I said, just, you know, for anybody that's going through any difficult times, whether it's you or somebody that you may know of, you know, hold on to that and, and, and give them that faith. If not yourself, give yourself that faith that you need, that you guys need to get through it. Um, you know, especially right now with, with COVID, those who are fighting, you know, if they're fighting through COVID and the chances are slim, like don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on those people, like give them the faith because sometimes that's the healing. That's the medicine that a lot of people need, the healing and anxiety and all this, like sometimes it's medication that you need. It's the healing, the venting that you need, the support that you need that comes a long way with 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 all of this too so a thousand percent a thousand percent and uh honestly damn that was such a great testimony i'm so sorry to um you and your family for you know having lost your brother but uh one know that you're not alone um and then two that you are all loved and supported and um also you know your nephew is so blessed to have, you know, you and your other brother, because although, you know, you guys may not be his, you know, father, right, by birth, um, you are still, you know, you hold yes. pieces of, of your brother. Um, and you, in a way, have amazing stories, I'm sure, that you can later share with him uh, when he does get, you know, a little bit older and is able to like comprehend everything that has happened maybe. Um, but, you know, like you guys, you still have them within you as well. Yes. So, um, you know, like touching back on that, it, it's, it's true when you say that, you know, in your case, you have your dad's uncles and, 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 you know, more than anything, because you have that little bit, you know, they hold that little piece of your dad that, you know, you can kind of, you know, in a sense, I guess, you know, like feel of him, right? Like whether it was the food he made or the jokes he made or the way he talked or the way he laughed, like whatever it may be that you can personally connect, you know, depending on how your dad was with you and how you connect, you can able to, you're also able to connect with 
your uncles and you get that sense of it. And that's, you know, it's, it's right. It's like, he gets a sense, you know, because we, we hold that sense of, you know, our older brother, which, you know, he was our older brother. So he was the one that kind of also, you know, like he raises in a sense when our parents, he left for us and the things he showed us how to do. If it wasn't him, I would have not known a little bit of what industry it is because I worked in restaurants and I worked in, yeah, even though restaurants and music are different and photography is different, but it's an industry you can learn from it in both scenarios. So like me learning how to, you know, like when I was working in restaurants, me learning how to speak to people and how to interact with people was things I was taking in so I can take in when I would in network with people at these showcases, at these events. So like it all, in a sense, it's a full circle because now, you know, we took from him and now we can take this little piece that we we have from my older brother and inspire my nephew to, you know, hopefully when, you know, raise them even better than expected when he was around, you know, so, like you said, it's the little things that are left behind that you still so make it feel like almost like they're still present every now and then, right? Even if, you know, realistically there may not, but spiritually and like, you know, those little things they leave behind, you know, we can still have, you know, and they'll still be around, you know, until we, until we're still here, until, until we're still here as well, you know? So um, I definitely can relate to that. Definitely. Going back a little bit, um, do you, so I, I love talking about healing, okay. right? Because like, how do we, how do we heal? Like everyone heals differently, you know, or maybe some people just don't heal. Um, I have struggled with healing. I don't think, I, my therapist has told me that I still need to heal um, and that I never allowed myself to heal. So <laughs> fun fact. Uh, so how has, how has it been for you? Have you, you know, are you healing? Um, what has your process been since you lost your brother? Um, you know, I think, you know, for, for, for those who have experienced, right. You know, a similar situation like, like you and I have, and for those who haven't, um, you know, I don't mean to say this in a way to scare you away from death or, or, or scare you in any sense, right, from what may come your way. And I'm not wishing anybody this, and I will never wish anybody this. But um, it, it's like I tell people at the beginning when, you know, when I when this happened to me first, you know, a lot of times it was it was the kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, I hope, you know, like, I wish you the best and this and this and that. And like, you know, my condolences and whatnot, and I appreciate all that. But I, it's like the same thing I would tell my closer friends. I'm like, and my family, I was like, you know what, this is, and we know it, like, this is not, there's no healing to this. Like definitely no, like, at least me personally, I don't think there's ever a healing like, especially when it's family. Like, even if it's like a friend, like that you may know, of, that still hits home because it's like, it's a human, like it's a person. Like you, you see a celebrity, like, you know, like today, I think it's, uh, if I'm not wrong, it's Kobe's one year anniversary of his loss. So like, even when it's, you know, even if we didn't actually know him or weren't family, right? Maybe there is someone listening to this who is family to him. And, and like I said, my condolences to you. But for those who, you know, like even if we're fans, like we, you know, those who were fans or are fans or grew up with him or, you know, whatever, like you feel for him, right? Like because it's someone that you looked up to or just someone that you saw on TV a lot and then someone that seemed like a genuine and a good person. So it's like it hurts still, right? Like it, it's a loss. No matter who it is, like it's a loss and it hurts. Like that's just you know but the healing process, like there's, there's, there's no healing period, I think. Right. But there is like a process and how to maneuver from, you know, from whenever that loss happens to continue on with, with, 
with your life. Obviously, it won't be the same anymore, right? Like they say, things won't be the same. You won't have that person around literally talking to you, right? Like that hurts. But like knowing that, you know, like the, these memories and like these good stories in yourself and like remembering yourself that like at the day, like we spoke earlier, like things if you really do spec and plot and really like put the faith in it. Like things happen for a reason. And there's a reason why you might have lost that person, right? Like obviously sometimes it's you have more questions than other situations and, and you doubt yourself and you're like why more than other times and, and all this but it's like at the end of the day man like we're all gonna go through that at one point in our life and we never know when it is and unfortunately and in, in your scenario and mine like it happened and, and we didn't expect it obviously because it's not expected but it's like you I think if there's one thing that you can use to cope and I guess like maneuver with and, and, and move on in a sense um, not that you're this person but it's like holding on to those good memories, right? Rather than the bad times that you encountered or that you guys had. And even then, like, remembering the bad time that, that you know, that happened the news or, or, you know, when you guys were going through it in that first year or that first month or week or whatever, like, not remembering that, but remembering the good things other than that, right? Like, obviously, it's something that will come across your mind, you know, when then, you know, in this case, like, Kobe's anniversary, right? His family obviously it's probably hurting today more than yesterday because it's like, wow, a year ago today, we lost our dad. We lost, you know, I lost my husband or whatnot, right. Friends or what, but it's like, it's, it's, you know, it's like taking those good memories. If I can give an advice and just remember and try to remember like, you know, the good things. And even if you might've not had the good memories, because I know sometimes like you, you weren't close to this person. Right. But it's still family. Try to like find, you know, even if it's a picture or a video or something that will bring, you know, a little bit of joy and make it seem like they're still here in a sense so that you can use that to continue to move on with your life with still having them around because gent like, you know, they're still around spiritually and like, you know, you can always talk to them, right? Like, like I'm sure you go and talk to your dad every now and then, like, just like, cause I personally, I do, right. I talk to my brother at least every once a day, like I wake up and I, you know, I pray to him and I hope he's doing good wherever he's at. And it's just like, I use that mechanism to help me and hopefully it, it helps him spiritually wherever he's at so he can be fine and be at peace, right? With, with whatever is going down here, you know, with our family or in our household or, or wherever it may be in, in different situations for different people. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I mean, I mean, one of the things that you said is, you know, like you, you talk to your brother every day, you know, like you pray to him. And um, I definitely, I had a very strong connection with my dad and I felt him way too much after he passed away. So for me, that was really like, just like mind fucking in general. And I prayed to my dad too. Like, I also, I like hate like scary, I hate scary movies. I hate like, uh the supernatural (laughs) things and stuff so for me it was genuinely really scary and you know like my my dad hated scary movies too so I was like homie like how the fuck are you gonna like die right and then still come and like try to talk to me if you know I'm scared of this shit so I definitely got to a point where I was like I love you I appreciate you and like I'm with you but like you just gotta go you know like I'm too scared for this but I definitely still have my times. Yeah, where, um, I feel you on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely still have my times where I like, you know, I I I guess I talk to my dad, but um, I guess I'm I'm never like, hey, give me a sign that you're still here because I know he will, and I'm like, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> you know, it's it's something weird, right? It's like there there's no really like 
like I said, like this is this is different. This is new. This is something that you know uh, we don't expect, that we don't know how to handle, that we don't know how to like cope right exactly with. Because there's no book, there's no like, there's nothing that's there that's like, hey, this is the rules and how you got to go about it, right? Like, it's just generally how you and your family takes it, right? Like, and upon like the people that you know of, right? Um, but no, it's definitely it is. You know, it can be a little bit weird at first, a little bit scary, but it's once you know time goes by it's like you learn from that as well and you're like okay like it feels right to be like hey dad like you know in your case i'm sure to be like you know i hope you're doing well and you know i hope you give day today just like you know it's kind of like what i do my brother it's like you know i hope well and just know that i'm doing you know i'm trying and my best to do well and i hope of your um but no definitely only the only way to go is just to continue on because if you you stay there and you fall back, you're only going to go further back, you know, so you got to like try to put yourself even in, in the hardest times, um, you know, to just keep moving forward, because that's the only way. Yes, I love that so much. Literally, just keep on moving forward. Um, but I guess uh, to end this uh, conversation, I want to ask you the same question I ask every single one of my guests, um, which is, what advice would you give to your younger self? And this could be any, any, any age of Guillermo. To just not give up at anything, right? Like, I don't know. I wish I would have, you know, like I said, things happen for a reason, right? But I wish I would have known a little bit. Like, we all see that, right? I wish I would have known this, but I wish I would have known this, but I would have, you know, like, I would have avoided this or I could have avoided this, right? But it's like, if there's one thing, you know, like, like, I know it's easy to say, it's harder to do, but if you, you know, if it's like, if there's that one thing that you tell yourself constantly all the time, at least once a day or something that I would tell myself, like, and obviously being younger, like it's harder, right? Cause you, you're not worrying about some thinking of things. All you think like is playing games, probably playing with your friends at school and sleeping any, like that's, you know, when you're young, but I know some people when they're younger, they go through tougher situations, right? Like at a very, very young age, like where they almost like they mature at an age where you'd still probably be growing up and like you should still be growing. Right. But you're already like you adulted, right. Like at six, at 10 years old, you had to take care of other siblings. You had to do all these things for your parents or, or who knows, maybe you didn't have them around. So you had to be that parent at 11, at 12, at 15 years old, right. Like at a, at, at a younger age, right. than what we consider adults, but it just be that like, you know, like, to have someone tell me, hey, don't give up, even in the tough situations, because there was times where I didn't have my siblings. There was times where I didn't have my parents around at all. Like I had them, you know, like I didn't have really anybody around. And there was times where I was like, well, what do I do? Like, who do I go to? And it's like to not give up and to find the resources that you need, whether it's a friend, whether it's whatever it is, but it's definitely that to not give up, like in anything, like as hard, even if you fail, because you will fail, right? Like we will fail in things like, not everything's going to go like we say or do, right? But it's just to not give up because even if you fail and you put the effort and you didn't give up, that that done and there will give you the answer and make you feel almost like you succeeded, even if like at the end of the, you know, like if you didn't get to the checkpoint at the time you had to, right? But you still worked your ass off. You still worked. You still ran, you know, through that storm or you still ran through that heat, through whatever it might have been. And you still finished it, not at the time you were supposed to, but you still made it effortless, you know, with a lot of effort, with a lot of, you know, like, you know, strength to finish off as strong as you can. So definitely that.
sorry to kind of extensively extend this guy this topic but uh but that, that I think that would be it I love that no dude you're you're completely good I love everything that you said and that's honestly such great advice I think there's a saying that goes like it's not a what is it like it's not a sprint it's a marathon or something um so it's yeah all about, it's not a sprint it's yeah. a marathon yeah so yeah. it's just you know it it's uh it's just about finishing y'all like literally don't get it don't give up you know uh it's like that other saying that they say too <laughs> um fall you know like fall seven times pick yourself back up eight um it's a pop, pop. yeah yeah so i mean i appreciate that and i appreciate you so much and thank you for sharing your story and being so open and um you you're so amazing and you're so inspiring and I just I wish you the absolute best in your career and everything that you do. And um, if you ever need someone to talk to, you know, I'm only a call away and I got you. But thank you so much for being on, you know, this episode. I, I truly do appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate it as well. Likewise, um, all goes back to you as well. Like I said, if, if, if there's a, there's ever any situation or anybody feel free to reach out you have a friend in me um and for everybody else out there you know it's like you know i want to take the time to thank you for you know creating this podcast first and foremost like i told you a couple of days ago like this is a podcast that is not only you know like to vent in a sense to have a little bit of fun and laugh it out but also to get a little serious to let that out and to hopefully inspire those definitely check her podcast out definitely check out the work she put in because it's 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 amazing and the meaning behind all of this i think at the end of the day is to help one another because that's that's why we're here for you know like to to definitely keep going at the, at the end of the day you know so thank you for having me um on here it's it's an honor uh, it really is an honor oh thank you so much that's so sweet of you um but yeah i mean you know uh i feel like i i've never i don't really say this often but um i think this platform is really more of like a storytelling platform in a way you know um and i believe in the power of storytelling and just you know we're all we're all human but we're also unique and i think that our our words and our, our journey, our experiences all have the ability, all have the ability to inspire other people. And, you know, you may think that you're like a super boring person and there's nothing interesting about your life or anything that you've done, but you know, your, your story has meaning, you know, your, your life has a purpose and, um, you may think it's boring, but someone else may be able to relate to the things that you've gone through in life, you know, or maybe struggling with some of the things that you've gone through. Um, and I just, you know, I, I think that everybody's everybody's story um, can inspire someone and possibly even save someone. So that's really what I do it for. <laughs> I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Please go follow the podcast on Instagram, Laughing Out of Depression. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you can get updates whenever a new episode drops. Also, support La Raza and go share it with your friends. And that is a wrap on another episode. Thank you all so much for making me a part of your day. Just a reminder, I am not a licensed therapist, nor do I intend to be one. I speak solely out of my own experiences. I am literally just a 24-year-old unemployed Chicago and living in my parents' house with a marketing degree. So if you or anyone you know needs help, 
please go to the link in my bio for some resources, sending you all so much peace and positive energies. Mm-hmm.